Good afternoon and welcome to Culture Carousel. This program is produced by 98.7 DCFE, The Master's Touch. I am your host, Irene De Jesus Obligacion. A number of our singers began in fields outside of music, and today's featured artist belongs to that number. Tenor Nomer Nival thought his destiny lay in medicine. Instead, he entered conservatory and has since won first prize at the National Music Competitions for Young Artists and the Jovita Fuentes Vocal Competition. A regular of the concert stage, he recently performed in Viva Voce's production of La Boheme, where he played the male lead, Rodolfo. Before our interview, he and pianist Gabriel Pagirigan gave us Rogero Leon Cavallo's Matid Ata. Nomer, and thank you for joining us here in Culture Carousel. So, my first question is How did your love for singing start, and when did you decide to make it your career? Good afternoon, po, Miss Irene. Thank you for having me here. My love for singing started, I think, back when I was really young, like uh, four or five years old. I'm not so sure anymore. But I know that I loved singing back when my father bought me a radio. It was just a radio cassette, and uh, I always tuned into an FM station. I listened to lots of OPM bands, and uh, I sing with them. I record it. Before, it's harder to like um, browse. Um, it's harder to like get the songs that you want. So whenever the, the radio plays it, I immediately press record so I can listen to it over and over again. And then career 
I don't know. <laughs> I never planned it to be a career. I had this entrance exam in UST. It was for nursing. Every mother is every father is there out there. They wanted us to be a nurse or anything in the medical field. But honestly, I didn't want it. Um, siguro kasi a lot of my relatives before, they always, you know, in the hospital, I don't like it. But I, I still passed, but for academic placement, not for the course itself. So when I saw the lists of courses that I can apply, pasok naman po, but wala talagang chance for the nursing, I saw Conservatory of Music and immediately I said, I wanted this one. Without thinking of a career or whatever, I just wanted to sing, probably. So I told my father, kasi my father accompanied me in UST. I told him that I wanted to have this course. I wanted music without knowing anything about it. As in nothing. I just want that one. My mother actually didn't like it, the idea of me going to a music course. So we still tried occupational therapy. I tried it. I didn't like the questions they asked me because I, I don't like questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why I don't know how to deal with interviews. So I didn't like the questions. Probably I messed it up big time. And then they allowed me to go for a conservatory degree course because I really wanted it. And they think that maybe my lifestyle will change if I pursue this career because I really want it. I don't even know why I want it back then. I just thought that, oh, this is a good course. Let's go. It's just that I began to love classical music. I began to love opera. I began to love, actually, the voices how to train as an opera singer because back then the informations are really not that I won't say clear but there was no internet before like meron pero the informations were not there YouTube is not even existing before but before listening to voices it just amazes me especially the tenors I love tenors I'm a tenor so I love the tenor voices after graduating there was this festival in Japan that actually changed me a lot, that festival in Japan. So I had this Italian baritone professor there. He heard me. Back then, he was actually telling me, you go to my place and I'll teach you for free. And back then, I was thinking more of, I need to have a master's degree. So I declined it because it's in Genoa in Italy. And that's one of the biggest regrets, probably. <laughs> Oh. 
Tenor, Nomer Nival, and pianist Gabriel Pagirigan. In Alave Toi, Soleil, from Chalagunot's Romeo and Juliet. Today we are featuring tenor Nomer Nival. He shares some of his milestone roles as we return to our interview. Just me trying to be a better tenor, it kind of opened up a lot of opportunities here in the Philippines. I think it really started the career after I came back from London with Maestra Nelly Merchoyu. I got my first lead role, Crisostomo Ibarra, in Olimitangere. That was 2016, but we had it in 2017. Next is Janis Kiki. I played the uh, Renuccio. Dating lang nandating. Next one is Traviata. I played the role of Alfredo. I think Ma'am Camille for that one. She invited me to sing that, that role. And ever since that opportunity, that collaboration with the Viva Voce, well, I was actually part of the Viva Voce back in 2010. I keep on performing with Viva Voce since 2017, and even up to now, because we did the La Bohème last April and May. So it's not really a plan for me. It just happened. The loss of a medical career is the gain of a musical career, huh? Uh, no yeah, probably. <laughs> Before, I wanted to be a doctor, but after a lot of things that happened in the hospital, yeah, I don't want to anymore. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Actually, I was going to ask you about uh, your mentors now. Who among them made an impact on you? And what important lesson did you learn from them, which you still apply in your profession today? This mentor that really changed whatever I'm doing right now, technically. And the way I do my music, I learn my music, is actually Maestra Nelly Merchoyu. She changed a lot in, in my singing, a lot. Like, it's a major overhaul. First is, of course, the voice. Second is, she introduced me to a lot of concepts that I didn't know existed. Because before it was like, for me, it's just the voice, the voice, the voice, the voice, the voice. But then... Here she comes. She introduced to me a lot of unorthodox method in singing. She focused on the body as an instrument. For her, the voice should happen with the free natural instincts of the body. While I was training with her, she introduced me to a lot of stuff. She unblocked the blocked muscles in my singing. The training was really weird for me and because it's not focused in sound. It's focused on muscles, the tongue, the jaw, uh, even my posture, even the way I, I stand. My way of thinking in the music was really different. I felt like I was a first-year conservatory of music student back in 2015 and 16 with her. Up to now, I'm still applying she taught me because it took a long time for me to understand the method that she introduced me because I was doing something else and then it's a different game 
Right now, I'm having lessons with uh, Sir Arthur, and everything Sir Arthur is telling me, it kind of makes sense now because of my training under Mashonelli. Probably if I didn't have that training, I'm still a little bit lost, or still not, not really lost, but just finding it hard to grasp the informations now in the international field. So, yeah, Mashonelli Merchoy. How would you know, Nomer, if you have reached the highest level of excellence in your career? And how does one achieve that goal? It's hard to answer, actually. I haven't reached my goal. First, I couldn't answer that question. But if I answer that in my words, probably it would be a no. Really a lot of practice, a lot of dedication to your work, a lot of sacrifices, definitely. That was Pablo Tosti's L'Alba Separa de la Luce Lombra, brought to us by tenor Nomer Nival and pianist Gabriel Pagirigan. You may remember Nomer from Viva Voces Productions in the Leon's No Limitangere and Puccini's La Bohème. You will see more of today's guest and updates about his performances on his Facebook page, Nomer Narito Nival, tenor. And that's all for this Culture Carousel. Do join me again at the same time next week for another impression of the Filipino classical music scene. Culture Carousel is produced by 98.7 DZFE, the Master's Touch. And this has been your host, Irene De Jesus Obligacion. <laughs>